This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show Podcast. Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse 95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Sure is that time. It's the halftime show with Omar Duri. I'm your host, Come Everything Sport International and Local. Thank you very much for tuning in with me today. Hope you're having a blessed day wherever you're tuned in around the world, whether it's 95FM, Pulse95Radio.com, our app, Charger Broadcasting Authority. Watching us live on YouTube as well. Thank you very much for your support. Or Instagram. And shout out to all my Instagrammers at the moment. Uh, Murad, Tariq, Shakib, Terry, Seb, Masoud. Uh, who else have I got here? Fatima, Wavy, what a great name, and Dudu as well. <laughs> yeah, that is his name. I uh, hope you guys are having a wicked day, right? Okay, so what's coming up today? So um, a lot of people have been sending messages in and saying to me, Omar, what are you going to do in Ramadan? Are you going to train before iftar? Are you going to train after iftar? What's the right thing to do? So we're going to use today's show on one of the segments to talk about how will Ramadan help you reset your routine? The holy month is nearly here, so we discuss how we can use the month to reset our routines. We also talk about the time to train, planning meals, getting into that habit early, and all that good stuff when it comes down to that segment. Now, guys, the England national team are facing a few dilemmas coming up to the Euros. Selection headache for Gareth Southgate. We'll be discussing not only their right backs, but also who he's going to pick to actually try and compete in the Euros coming up at the end of the year. Champions League action resumes and we analyse the winners and losers following the knockout stages. Plenty of stuff happening, especially with Liverpool facing Real Madrid and also Manchester City just crossing the line against Borussia Dortmund. Right, so stay tuned, folks, for more on the only place to be at three, the Halftime Show on Pulse 95. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Oh, he loves the fire then! What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse 95. Nice strike! It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Dury. I'm your host, coming everything sport, international and local. Thank you very much for tuning in. Right, so a couple of questions coming up to the holy month of Ramadan. What a blessed month as well. Regardless of whether what religion you are, you can actually use this month to reset your routine. Different time schedules, different time slots, work is going to be different. You know, um, meals are going to be different. So a lot of things to kind of contemplate with you today, especially on segment one. We're going to be covering that. So I definitely want to, uh, to kind of... Um, you know, throw it out there on the different kind of things we're going to be doing. So last year, when it came down to Ramadan, obviously being a personal trainer and being a coach, uh, a lot of my clients wanted to train before iftar, which is normally, uh, you know, um, around 6.40, 6.45, I would say, basically when sunset. And so in doing so, I had to kind of push my routine and my training to a different time. Now, what I experimented last year, and I'm not saying that everyone should do this, but it's actually something that worth thinking about. What I experimented last year is training before suhoor, which is when the fast begins. And normally when you have breakfast before you start fasting. So I, I started trying that routine mainly for a couple of factors. One, not to be able to stress about 
when am I going to train and how am I going to do it without water and when am I going to fit that in my schedule depending on how work is going, how family, friends and everything else. So I tried that last year and you know what, to be honest, it wasn't that bad. The reason being is because I was able to hydrate and so if I was able to hydrate then that really helped with my routine. So for those people that are saying, you know, my work schedule is all over the place and I'm not able to, to get my training in, whether you're fasting or not, then maybe that's a suggestion to do right before the, the the day starts so to speak when it comes to starting the fasting period so um what i did was is i did that at home because i've got someone here um most of us saying most gyms are closed then well here's what i did mustafa sorry so i should have elaborated a bit more because my clients uh wanted to train before iftar and obviously at three in the morning no one's really up i got a chance to do my own training at home using body weight using different formats such as tabata for the interval training and using you know weights as well or uh, resistant bands so it was very very you know beneficial for me to get a routine while i can still hydrate and not have to worry about how i'm going to react based on that so so that was one thing that i i, I suggested but I could only suggest that if I tried it. So last year I tried that and uh, and it, it, it did definitely, definitely serve the purpose. So that was the first part. The second part I was going to say is it, Ramadan is a, is a time and especially having been brought up and raised in the UK where if you're on this side of the world, it's such a blessing because you hear, you know, the calling for prayer. You are able to have a lot of respect when it comes down to people drinking or eating outside. Um, it's a lot more mellow in Ramadan normally, which is fantastic. And so that, that those are all these small things you don't really appreciate till you're on this side of the world. And I think for me, that was that was something that I, I, I came to face quite early. So how can we use that? You know, normally when things are quite hectic, generally speaking, we say we don't have time. And it's one of the things that, you know, we speak about a lot on the show is time management, being able to, to structure your day and making time, knowing that, Yes, you're not able to, to, to drink or eat for a time period, but that's why in Reset, in my book, I've mentioned before intermittent fasting. Now, yes, you can have fluids in intermittent fasting, and yes, you know, you are able to hydrate. However, the windows still help you to be able to go without a certain amount of time, um, you know, for food and for drink. And so that's one of the things that I think that is, is, is great, you know, to be able to do. So I think more than anything, regardless of what religion or what, what background you have or what culture you follow, I think it's really important to be able to make the most out of this month and really do something that's going to be refreshing, rejuvenating. Maybe you needed a reset button. Maybe you needed something that was going to be able to help you, you know, just get, get yourself back on track and do something for you as well. You know, a lot of the times we do so much for other people. That's the right time to do something for yourself. Your mental health is very important. So being able to do things that make you happy, that stimulate your brain, whether it's reading or whether it's listening to a podcast or whether it's even coloring, color therapy. You know, we had, you know, color psychology on the show before. And and so all these factors coming into Ramadan, that's what I kind of wanted to bring up with you guys. Whether you fast or not, and whether you are Muslim or not, can we take advantage of this beautiful holy month by being able to set yourself an objective? And I'm not even talking about something huge, something weekly, one objective a week to be able to do that. Whether it's reading the Quran, whether it's reading a book that you've always wanted to read and kind of left there as a, as a you know, something you put the coffee on normally in the morning. You know, being able to read is something that's very, very good, not only for your heart, for your brain as well. So that was another thing that we could do. Now, actually holding yourself accountable is another thing. Because in the beginning, we're all pumped, we're all ready to go. Well, yeah, we're going to work out, we're going to do this. And then in the first couple of days, and we're just there. 
<laughs> just completely, completely out of it, thinking, you know what, I don't want to do this. I'm not, I'm not feeling this at all. So here, that's why I'm throwing it out there. Start to plan now. You know, I posted something on my Instagram probably about, what's the date today? The 7th, probably about 10 days ago where I'd mapped out my training schedule for the month uh, of April and thinking, right, birthday month, but also... Ramadan's coming up. Um, how are we going to do this now? How are we going to celebrate the holy month and do things and hold yourself accountable? Every single week, I've got to do something. I've got to tick off something on my list. And a lot of people do do struggle in Ramadan, especially the first week, which again is also okay. It's fine to do that. Maybe you just might need that recovery. And that was the fifth domino in reset. So you see where I'm going with this. There's so many factors here where you can pick one domino and focus on it throughout the month. And you know what? Make that a habit when you go back into the normal schedule, which is straight after Ramadan. That doesn't mean go out and pig out. It just means basically if you were fasting in Ramadan or even if you weren't, then when you get back to normality and you get back to a routine, why don't try intermittent fasting? Why don't try and appreciate things like water and green tea and everything like that? after Ramadan so you can actually build that as a habit so there's so many things that you know I can tell you now that we, we should be looking forward to this you know especially that listen in the UK uh, Maghrib is a lot later so they actually break their fast a lot later and those days are long so being on this side of town is 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 fantastic so yeah so that's what I'm saying and I'm looking at the people now responding to what they're going to be doing in, in Ramadan and it's great to see let's have a look Lara uh, have a small iftar date and soup salad then train then eat love that yep I'll take that Lara um Mas'ud, let's reset all together through prayers. Amin. Yes, yes, very good. Uh, considering they haven't celebrated yet. So yes, okay, uh, That's I'll take that as well. Um, what else do we have? AJ's here. Murad is here on the contrary. Most gyms are empty. You can focus better because you have everything is free. No waiting, just bang, bang, bang and out of the way, which is which is great, Murad, 100%. What's up, Zulfi? I see you in the room as well. Then relax and iftar and taraweeh as well, which is... Uh, which is the best way to go forward. Musab says, playing football before or after iftar. That's a footballer for you. You know that. And Murad says, Fridays after Asr for an hour and a half. Musab, after playing, you feel great. There you go. Yeah, reciting and learning the Quran. Fantastic. Really loving your comments at the moment. Who else do we have? I won't be the only one complaining about my age. <laughs> Karine. You see, even if I didn't see that name, Karine, I would have known that's you. Well, see, yeah, so this is the thing now. Um, it is my birthday month, yes, and we will be celebrating, inshallah. Um, but more than anything, I think celebrating the month of Ramadan is going to be key. It's going to be fantastic to be able to, to just be grateful for what a crazy year it's been. For a lot of us and a lot of a lot of people have, you know, experienced so much physically, mentally, you know, uh, with loved ones and, and, and so many things. So just being grateful, being mindful and being able to practice that, you know, that will be something. But also having people to do that with, you know, having people like your family, uh, my mom, my wife, my friends, my community. That's something that I think I will be celebrating, even if it is by myself, I'll still be celebrating having those people around to get me through the dark days, which we all have. So, yeah, so that is the segment of how are you going to reset your routine and use Ramadan as a positive thing. Okay, text me on 4215 or do or slide into my DMs at Omar Duri and tell me what have you planned for Ramadan and how will you be using that to your advantage on the only place to be at three, the halftime show on Pulse 95. Is the halftime show with Omar Adouri? Oh, he loves the fire! That was a goal! 
This is the Halftime Show with Omar Alduri on Pulse95. Nice strike. Oh, better than nice. Wonderful. It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show. Thank you very much for keeping me company on Pulse95 Radio. Um, right, we were talking about a couple of things. So on the last episode of the show... Uh, I was asking a question to all the listeners and I was saying, how hard is it to stay in silence and not look at your phone and completely detach from everyone? And and what's the longest time you can do that? I got so many different responses, which was very, very interesting. You know, um, just you hear sometimes people saying when they don't have their phones that they feel almost naked. They feel like they, they, they don't, something's missing, right? Well, it's almost become abnormal not to have our phones on us. And I think future talkers would love me saying this, but what's the longest time that you have been able to stay away from your phone, not distracted, and be able just to detach from everything? And, and how did that feel? Yeah, 4215 at the Salat do if you just heard the question for the first time now. If not, let me know. It's uh, it's. It's very it's very interesting to be able to find a certain level of comfort within yourself. Actually, Megan just comes up and says the same thing. She says, have to be comfortable in yourself to be silent, 100%. And Terry says, I walked this morning with no phone or music and realized how hard it's just being silent. Going to keep at it. Absolutely fantastic. Rauda saying she's going to be training from 8 to 9. And um, and they said and she said we're still playing in the league and Rashid says reset program season two you know I had so much fun doing the reset program with uh, the reset community last year online especially during lockdown and everything it was fantastic to be able to reach out to so many people without being you know physically there with them so that was that was fantastic um, Mustafa saying 11:30 to 5 a.m. And Mas'ud is saying, yes, agree, it's healthy for building and rewiring mindset, 100%. Right, okay, a couple of things we are talking about today. The question of the day is, how will you be using Ramadan to reset your routine? And whether you fast or not, whether you are Muslim or not, can we take advantage of the beautiful holy month? So we're talking about that. Text us on 4215 or do, or slide into my DMs and tell me, what you're going to be doing differently this Ramadan. Okay, right. So, Champions League roundup. Okay. Any surprises? Real Madrid being Liverpool 3-1 and Manchester City just scraping the line against Dortmund 2-1. A couple of big factors coming into this uh, game week. Real Madrid are playing Barcelona at the end of the week. So whether they were going to actually focus on the Champions League or La Liga would have been very interesting. Liverpool just battered Arsenal and saved that performance for us could hear me banging on the table however saying that i think the, the strategy was all wrong coming up against you know real madrid let's say mature midfield uh for my sources a combined age of 80 playing across the midfield which would have been something that you know the high press the gegen press the jürgen klopp teams would be all over that Allowing space and time for Cruz to play that ball over the top to Vinicius for the first goal is not just Trent Alexander's fault, but also when someone is that creative and that intelligent to be able to fall into the back line, the first thing you have to do is press that player so it, it reduces the space for him not to be able to play a 50-yard ball into the box. Now, that wasn't just it, and it wasn't just Trent's fault. It was between the right-back and the centre-back that Vinicius chested it down, took a touch, and banged it into the corner. And that was something that already... Liverpool found themselves behind. Now, saying that, was the lineup right? Absolutely. I think we would have played the right thing, bearing in mind that there were injuries. But that's not enough. Coming into that as well, there's been a lot of speculation about, 
you know, Trent Alexander's, Alexander's involvement in the England team and him being omitted from Gareth Southgate's squad has shown that he's dropped in confidence, heading the ball back to uh, Asensio to be able to flick the ball over the top and put it away. Reminded me actually of Messi's goal against Arsenal in the Champions League, which again, I would remember that, to make it two, uh, two goals. Now, saying that, you know, there's many, many factors in, in the way Liverpool approach this game. Did they give them too much respect? Did they stand off them, you know, with players with the intelligence of Cruz and Modric? Yes, they might not be people that are going to go box to box, but the ability to anticipate, the ability to play the right passes and the intelligence definitely beat the hard work in this scenario. Now, how they approach it in the second game will all be down to how Jurgen Klopp faces this. 2-0 is the right result to be able to get them through to the next round. However, can you see that defence not conceding, which means they probably have to get three goals? And that is a quick summary of how that game went. Now, yes, Mohamed Salah did get one back and it was a Jota mishit into the ground, which deflected off Modric to go to Salah to put it in, but that saves the tie. And we have seen Liverpool in the past come back from... Uh, you know um, losses to get the second leg back however with no fans will that be the difference and also looking at that the leadership who's there going to get them past the line Henderson, Milner all these players Van Dijk all players that we know are good enough to be able to do great things will we see you know a Liverpool comeback you will have to find out next week talking about comebacks now we saw Manchester City versus Borussia Dortmund. We saw a couple of things, but the reason why I think Manchester City really benefited from yesterday is just a little reminder that there are teams out there that can take the game to you. Jude Bellingham's goal was absolutely 100% a goal and how the referee blowed for a free kick on Edison, I have no idea. One of the poorest decisions I've seen this season in the Champions League, just touching it before Edison kicked his leg and then in the end hitting it into the empty net. That was disallowed. However, I have to point one thing. Haaland shoulder to shoulder with Ruben Diaz to knock him down and carry on running just showed what City might have in their possession next year. The, the kid knocked over one of the, if not the best defender this season in the Premier League and managed to stay on his feet and have a shot which, Alice, which uh, Edison just saved. Now, that is something where Guardiola will look at that and say, you know what, the fact we got tested is a very good thing. Just in case City think they're going to run away with things, that was a little reminder that they're still in it. And not only that, we saw Royce, and speaking of leaders, bring them back into it. So 2-1 is not a bad result for Dortmund, but let's see how City face it coming into um, you know next week's game. Now... Tonight, you've got Bayern Munich versus PSG, Chelsea versus Porto. Bayern Munich looking at that as well and saying to themselves that, you know, we fancy this, although Lewandowski won't be there getting injured against Andorra, I believe, that will be missing. And that might be the difference. However, PSG are not having a good time having just come off a loss and also not sailing it so far, which normally at this stage, PSG are way ahead in league R. Now, now that brings everything into perspective. Who will shine tonight? Will the players step forward and actually take this by the neck? There's a lot of good things happening, you know, on uh, on the Champions League. Who's going to win it? Text me on 4215 at the Salat or do or even slide into my DMs. Who's going to win the Champions League this year? And by the way, the the, the the star players we're talking about yesterday, there was no Ramos and yet we still saw 
you know, a fantastic performance from Real Madrid. Tonight, there's no Lewandowski and I believe no Gnabry who's down with COVID. But will that change the dynamic of the game or will we see the other players step up to the plate? On the PSG side, you know who's going to be stepping up to the plate. Mbappe will definitely want to take one, you know, next level forward for his team. But will they be able to perform with Pochettino under pressure already. Let me know. I'm going to take a break and we'll be right back after this. Here's some tunes for you. See you in a bit. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Maduri. Oh, he loves the fire What a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri on Pulse95. Nice strike! Yes, it is that time. It's the Halftime Show with Omar Duri. Thank you very much for tuning in. And if you do miss the show, don't worry. You can catch all of our shows on podcasts, Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Rami. Or if you prefer a visual, head over to the YouTube channel, Pulse95 Radio, and like subscribe share all that good stuff we really appreciate all the love we're getting especially me i love the fact that you guys support us here on pulse 95 and also give us feedback because with that feedback we can always develop and enhance the show for you right okay eddie seeing that you just jumped in now and you know eddie just been here a couple of times um what you missed on the show today well the first question of the show and the question of the day was how will you be using ramadan to reset your routine whether you fast or not whether you're muslim or not we can take advantage of the beautiful holy month so we discussed about different training times and different times to be able to strategize how you're going to plan uh, setting yourself objectives on a weekly basis, being able to be fair to also recover, to also reset your environment, to also focus on your nutrition, to focus on your training, and also to focus on your mindset. So that was the first segment. On the second segment, we jumped right into the Champions League following yesterday's action with Liverpool losing to Real Madrid 3-1 and Dortmund losing to Man City 2-1. By the way, how good was Phil Foden yesterday, man? What a player. And I'm so glad he got the winner as well. He looked he didn't actually celebrate the winner, which I thought was interesting. But Phil Foden, listen, we've been talking about this kid for a while now, one for the future. He's definitely, definitely going to be something and probably top five players in the world, in my opinion, in the next two to three years. Okay, right now. So we had a couple of questions come in. Uh, Tarek Sushi's here. Arij Hamad is here. Shaq is asking some good questions. And of course, my one of, one of my, I have to say, one of my favorites from the UAE national team, Alia, is also tuned in. A fellow Guna Mahad 86 just jumped in as well. So yes, we a couple of things from, from yesterday's Champions League games and also coming into today's uh, cha- tonight's Champions League games is the amount of pressure that's on the players without fans being there now one of the things that was spoken about a lot following England and the international break was Trent Alexander-Arnold and whether he was justified in omitting Southgate was justified in omitting Trent Alexander-Arnold from the squad with the amount of right backs that are in the England team and also the fantastic right backs one of the best positions out there at the moment in the world all are in the same position for England. So, yesterday you saw him low in confidence. That was the first thing. It also caused, you know, a lot of surprises in terms of what is a coach going to do coming into the Euros? Do you go for youth? Do you go for experience? The obvious answer is go for a mixture of both. But at what point do you reward form versus 
ability. Now, if you know someone is very talented, but yet you're not going to play them because they're out of form coming up to the Euros already, just seeing the mistakes that were being made yesterday was something that, as a coach and also a former player, I could see how Trent Alexander-Arnold's confidence was just decreasing minute by minute. You know, the fast ball that went over the top between him and the centre-back, I don't necessarily think it was his fault um, in initially building the ball because you should have closed down Cruz coming into the back line. The moment that happens, the fast person closest to him has to close him down and press that ball, which then creates less space between the players Then he's not able to play a 50-yard ball. So that was the first thing, but also... The, the mistake for the second goal, you know, having been a player, you you know, the ground just swallows you up. You know, at that point, you're thinking, God, it takes real characters to be able to get out of that. And also, looking to your right or left when you have teammates next to you and those teammates can actually turn around and say, hey, listen, forget that now. Let's pick it up again. Let's go again. Having someone next to you who's going to be able to pick you up and say, listen, you're fantastic. You're a great player. Let's let's put that to bed now and let's actually work harder. There's so many things I felt yesterday. Maybe he didn't have the support that he required. Normally, looking into the midfield, he'd have Henderson. Looking on his left, you know, he'd have Virgil van Dijk. Behind him, he's got Allison. On his right, on the touchline, he'll have Klopp and he'll have the staff there. So I think it was very hard to see Trent almost like dry out in the game but again confidence plays such an important role in performance and a lot of people you know a lot of people sometimes say yeah it's you know that person is based on confidence but at the same time you know let's not forget the good stuff he's done he's he's been in two champions leagues he's he's played for Liverpool against the best players in the world he's handled pressure he's won the league He's done all these good things and now all of a sudden you watch this player just get behind him. Those people that are trolling him online, you know, stop that. Enough of that. Let's actually support the guy, especially when he's down. And I think, I say that, I know him. I, th- I think that being able to do that as a player, when you have your players that maybe might not start the game well or might not have a good game, I think that's important, especially after, you know, being omitted from the England national team. You know, that's another thing. I saw Gary Neville and and Jamie Carragher battling out. It was actually very, very good on who they would pick for England. And that's a whole different ball game because when you actually look at the players, there's some very good players there. And England normally are, at, you know, a national team that are over-expected and underachieved. Now, some might argue and say they reached the semi-final of the World Cup, but some might also say they had an easier route than the others. But saying that, you have to play to your strengths. You can't afford to try and outplay every team because sometimes you might have a team that has fitter players, smarter players, you know, more athletic players. And you have to be able, as a coach, to put up a game plan to be able to stop their strengths and focus on their weaknesses and I think if Southgate gets that right I think they'll have a healthy challenge for the competition but obviously I don't think they're going to win the teams the golfing teams especially when you look at you know the Euros and you look at the France you look at Germany you look at Spain you know Holland even there's some incredible players and incredible teams there but what are the coaches going to do there's a lot of there's a lot of pressure on the coaches to, to really push that up. So anyway, let me know. I've gone on off on a rant on that one. Let me know what you think. Uh, who's going to win the Euros? And also, what do you think about 
the Champions League and how will you be using Ramadan to reset your routine. Here's some tunes for you up all night, Khalid, and I'll be right back after the break. Enjoy. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Maduri on Oh, he loves the fire and what a goal! This is the Halftime Show with Omar Adori on Pulse95. Nice strike! Oh, better than nice! Wonderful! It's time! It sure is that time. It's the Halftime Show and I was going to say the lines are buzzing, but there's no phone calls coming in. It's just messages at the moment. Then people are dropping after today's show. If you have missed it, don't worry. You can catch the show on YouTube, on Pulse95 Radio, or even for a podcast, Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Angami. All right, so what did we talk about today? We asked you the question, how will you be resetting your routine using the beautiful holy month of Ramadan? What time are you going to be training? How are you going to deal with fasting? How can you actually work on things after Ramadan is done so that you don't end up losing everything that you've created and whether intermittent fasting might be the key and also whether training before suhoor might also be an advantage if you don't have any time and don't have the energy during the day right that was the first part the second part was Champions League action fantastic things R. Hassan has uh, made a comment saying last night Madrid and City did amazing job I was so happy uh, I had a good night's sleep then today. I heard FIFA banned Pakistan. Yes, I've heard that too. Um, now, if you did miss that show, actually, we had some of the members from the national team of Pakistan actually come on the halftime show in a Zoom interview that we did discussing their challenges following, you know, what's been happening in Pakistan with the new regime and the old regime and also how there are certain goals and ambitions that Pakistan want to fulfill but they can only do that if it's done right and unfortunately and we see this in sports politics a lot these days sometimes it's not sports that takes the headlines but I do have a feeling that this isn't the last we've heard of it and I think there will be a lot of things coming out of that um, soon for me personally speaking and I can only speak from experience is normally these things wash themselves out as the waves come in and I say that because Sometimes in sports, you hit like a a brick wall. There was challenges that I faced that probably can't really go into that much in terms of detail. But having been with international teams in the past, there's sports politics involved all the time. And and when it comes down to the, the challenges that you face, these are things, whether you're in Africa or Asia or in the Middle East, you know, in Europe, South America, wherever you are, you're going to face challenges which sometimes are not in your hands, but it's about staying ready. It's about being mentally prepared, it's about being physically prepared. Being in a situation where preparation and opportunity meet, that's when success happens. If you get the opportunity and you're not prepared, that's going to be the biggest challenge. And I think that's why, you know, a lot of us face these challenges on here. Right, okay, um, Arij, I'm still trying to get my gym routine back. I hope Ramadan will somehow help me get back into it. Ramadan vibes are always nice and feel they are more than ours. Yes, actually, Arij, you're 100% right. We are reaching full-time on the Halftime Show. Thank you very much for tuning in. Loved having you guys here. Loved the feedback you guys had. Remember, you catch every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. And if you did show up late, Arij, then you can always head over to the YouTube channel and check us out. Uh, The full episodes are there from Gabby and Super Mario. That's me. I'm out. Have a blessed day. And I will see you back on Saturday. 
This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday from 3pm. 